I wish you had your mask on for that because I, the world deserves to see it. Run it back. Run it back. The mask on for that or off? No, you can keep the mask oh, on. Keep weird. the mask on. Oh, you mean you wish you were recording for that? Yeah. Yes. The... I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the only time you'll hear it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> for your eyes only. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And we're Hip Hop Podcast. Hello, we're everybody. Hip Hop Podcast. Right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the spooky episode. Mm. I don't, no one here really gives it's, a shit about Halloween. I think. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, I don't think any of us even. Yeah. <laughs> Did we all have a fun Halloween? Did we all get adequately drunk? Yes. Uh, actually, sure. yeah. I don't think, not, I think Purvis was the only one with a hip hop related costume. Oh, yeah. That was literally what's like, oh, ooh, I should put my photo in there. Yeah. We should all. I know, Brandon, you have a photo. Jasper, I... do you have a photo we can put on Instagram? <laughs> if I go as someone hip-hop related for Halloween, it's either problematic or I'm just corny. So, like, no, what am I supposed no, to do? Of your, just of... whoever you were. Oh, <laughs> um, if you yeah, I'll, I will I will take another picture because the ones I t- took came out terrible. I was in, like, low-light environments the entire weekend. Yeah, Jasper, did I not show you the photo? No. Oh, oh my god. god, no, I it's have very to see you right now. <laughs> I, I have to do it immediately. I'm sorry. Buffalo Bills attire. I I tried to find some, I'm not gonna lie. I, <laughs> I tried to find some and like uh Amazon didn't have anything cool, so I just didn't oh. get that. <laughs> Makes sense. But I did uh <laughs> I found a fake babe hoodie and I You're put a jersey list. over it. <laughs> and I bought some fake chains. Did you just but yell ad libs <laughs> all day? Like <laughs> The entire time. No one knew what I was saying. It's a different it's, language. It's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> to be honest, that's my normal life. But anyway, um, yeah, we're doing a spooky Halloween episode because yeah. we we are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving. I'm, I'm in a new room. Like, same yeah. ap- apartment, just a different room. But like, Do you want to show off the vinyls a little bit? If you can. I, don't I know. mean, can you? you can see them. Video tour? Yeah, no, it's just like that. Uh, Bottom up, Good Kid, Mad City, Michael signed. Uh, Run the Jewels 2. Enhance. Collector's Edition. Coolest one is probably for rock fans at the top. The Rise Against uh, album was part. It was like way before the vinyl boom. It was in like 2012, 13. I don't remember when Endgame came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And at the time, I worked at a record store record store it was my cousin's record store i would go there two days a week and it was like out of a flea market um and he got me one of those vinyls it was one of 1000 the vinyl itself is completely see-through hell yeah that's really dope okay so i have i have some choice picks yeah i have some choice picks yeah okay and i also all of them have been gifts i have not purchased a single one of these vinyls behind me that is actually nice to say. Yeah. So. That's pretty dope. All right. But yeah, shout out the yeah. the upgrades. <laughs> yeah. Shout out the upgrades. Eventually, I'll have a nicer chair that won't hurt my back. But until then, here we are. Hell yeah. But um, I guess we could jump into the news then. Yeah, let's jump into the news. We got a lot kind of going on. We got a lot Yes. kind of going on. We have... Want to run through purpose? Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I thought you were going to go. I was about to say, oh, snap, okay. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Just to start off, we have what is a surprise to me, at least. I found out today Eminem will be releasing an extended version 
of the Marshall Mathers LP. Marshall's cut. Marshall's yeah. version. Like. You don't say. <laughs> Please be songs that he made back then. <laughs> or but, don't. Um... Like... <laughs> it's like, yeah, guys, I'm finally releasing the one I wrote in 96 where I say the N-word. Oh, like... yeah, I guess that's true. Oh. <laughs> that is fair. <laughs> this fan is like... saying it's not as good now. Yes! <laughs> Better yet, the uncensored uh, kids from Columbine line. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I think I think it's it's not too soon. I think we can release the, you know, the beast. Wait, so you're telling me there were Travis Scott fans before Travis Scott? What? <laughs> but um, <laughs> we I also know. have the Alchemist coming out with Flying High Two. So excited! I'm always excited High. for that. <laughs> Dude, I love the Alchemist. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes when I'm hanging out and I'm chilling, I'm just big booling. I put on, I just go to YouTube. I type in Alchemist type beat, and I just lose myself. I'm not upset with that at all. It's essentially, just your lo-fi at the moment. Yeah, but yeah. I am excited for this. Um, they actually did an interview with um, El Sosher recently, and it was yeah. really nice. It was really dope. I recommend watching it. Um, we also have Kevin Abstract. Coming out with Blanket. I feel like we've had a couple singles leading up to this. Yeah, I want to say. Yeah, we have. So, I'm very excited. Official? I've been holding off just because I want to listen to the whole thing. I get that. But yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm a big Kevin Abstract fan. He released some music, I think, like last year, year before, that I really enjoyed. So, mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah. to jump into this. This okay, is probably my highlight for the week is Blanket. Because this is the first official since Brockhampton. At yeah. least a full For time. him, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we also have Ryan Trey is coming out with Streets, So You Miss Me. Um, I know Ryan Trey is a much more low-key artist, but this is one I've been following for a while, and I really enjoyed his music, and it has a lot of lo-fi in it, so I'm going to be promoting it. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. If you like it or not. I got to um, ask. Let's use, this, let's use this as an opportunity. We're a podcast. Let's use this as an opportunity to have uh-oh. a conversation. No, I think this is going to be fine. I think this is going to be very non-controversial. But I want you to, when you say, oh, this has a lo-fi in it, what do you mean? Okay. The reason I said that is because it actually does sample some of the more famous lo-fi beats you've seen on YouTube. A lot of YouTube lo-fi, like, That's like basically where YouTube lives, or where lo-fi as a genre lives, right? Right. I feel like there's a time period where all of them had similar sounding beats. Yeah. I'm not going to say you can't get that deep with lo-fi, but they all sound somewhat familiar. Yeah. No, there's mixed together. It actually has like, that's like kind of the point. Like, (laughs) that's the thing about lo-fi is that it's kind of like, that's the point of it. Like it kind Mm. of like melding into the background, it doing everything, you know, that's the point. So, like, I don't think that's necessarily a mark against it. You know, it's, mm. kind of, it's like saying, like, oh, like, house music plays better in the club than on the album. It's like, yeah. You don't say. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say like, I get uh, that. Yeah. Search and Rescue is actually good in person. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I did not realize how much I liked Search and Rescue until I saw it in person. <laughs> I understand. Now I've been listening to but... the it not live, and I still like it. Way more than anything on For All the Dogs, actually. Well, you put it in your edited version, so it's one of the better ones. (laughs) I just got to say, for me, lo-fi is anything that samples the title theme from Trailer Park Boys, because that is the ultimate lo-fi song, Don't At Me. 
Okay. Mm. Yeah, Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> if you know, you know. Too. Yeah, I'm not that white. Like, <laughs> hey, now it's Canadian. It's not their it fault. <laughs> they didn't choose to be Canadian. Yeah, the Canadians. You mean those goddamn snow Mexicans? Like. <laughs> Correct. I was gonna say, wait, hold on. I have a, I have a sound effect for this. No, don't. Oh, no, no. Wait, where, if you do, what if route you, is this gonna go? If you do, if, I would love to. Actually, no. This is gonna be the only time I approve it. I don't see okay, how that's fine. a snow Mexicans at all. Okay. <laughs> fine. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like Jingle Bells and Ariba or something. I, like, dude, I was waiting for some tacos to come up. I was down. Like, <laughs> it's like oh, candy cane tacos, like, bruh. All right, <laughs> you, you uh, surpass, or yeah. you actually ended up living past the cancel. So yeah, well, moving on to the singles. All right, we moving have on to the singles. My our boy. <laughs> if you didn't get enough Griselda before, there's more. <laughs> but the butcher coming. <laughs> there's always more. Um, him and Little Wayne are coming out with Big Dog. I'm here for it. <laughs> Dude, I send. Send <laughs> now. I fucking love that. Benny. I I'm 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 into this. This is great. Yeah. And I must say, obviously, what a great combination to have Little Wayne on this. How did we not think of this already? It's like you hear Jid is on West Side Gun. It's like it makes sense. You hear Little Wayne is with Benny the Butcher. It just makes sense. Yeah, no, it, um, it is uh yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, another one that we have, another collab is Turbo and Gunna coming out with Bachelor. And then we have the return of the GOAT. Oh, here we go. We have Nav wow. coming out with Baller. Wow. I thought you were going to say Slim Jesus. You got me real excited real quick. <sighs> no. To be fair, I haven't talked about this artist in a long time. But you yes, love, he has you talk about Nav all the time. Purvis will text we me. don't even talk about it's it. Like twice a, it's like twice a week. It's Cap. three in the morning. I get Brown Boy doing it again. Like... <laughs> Okay. You, I'm you've a heard of you heard a of young guilty. boy never broke again. Now get ready for. Her. I'm a little guilty. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have him dropping a single called "Baller." We have Conway the Machine, Margaret Zelda, um, dropping "We Outside." Uh, we have Megan the Stallion. I believe I saw the promotion with like her hip hop costume. I want to say, but she's coming out with Cobra. Always excited for that. Um, we have Earth Gang coming out with Black Light. Seems like they've been rolling out to an album soon. And then <laughs> we have T.I. still making music. Believe Why? I oh. thought he retired. Killer Mike, tell him to go back to his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Atlanta. Old Atlanta's here. Atlanta when I was like six. <laughs> that's not Atlanta, that's Hotlanta. Yeah, Hotlanta. I guess. It's becoming Hotlanta as it inches closer to the sun. <laughs> well, Atlanta's getting like canceled right now. You, you guys know Keith Lee? I, I've heard about the controversy, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not familiar with this. What's up? What's happening? Yeah, no, go, you, go ahead, do it. Tell us. Do, do it. you know who Keith Leaf is at all? No. He's like a famous he's like food, a food reviewer. Yeah, he's a, is he like a old timey like writes for a magazine kind of like food reviewer? Because mm-hmm. I'm familiar with the controversy, but I don't know exactly what happened. So is he oh, like okay, yeah. an old timey like food reviewer, or is he like a new like YouTube Instagram kind of thing? He started off kind of on like the new um, TikTok base, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He's super low key. He's a very quiet person. Never been in the public light. He's actually a MMA fighter. I want to say so. Like very to himself, and he started doing these food reviews where he would sit in his daughter's like, <laughs> like super small chair and just like review local foods. And he started blowing up. And I'm not gonna lie, a lot of this like commentary is like motivational and it is kind of based around religion he isn't like pushing religion but he's just saying like he appreciate the god that he worships and like people just kind of attach to it and the entire black community is like we ride for keefley <laughs> and he has started doing these like tours essentially where he will go to like a town or a city and essentially have people recommend food for him and like when i tell you he's blown up like he's getting invited to like award shows from bnt like just casually. <laughs> he, he's like getting courtside seats. He's just super famous now. And right now he's visiting Atlanta, which is the black Mecca <laughs> to some people. So it's getting a lot of attention. And the restaurants have just like such poor service. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank you for a rundown <laughs> on the Keith Lee situation. We will be yes. back next week with Keith Lee Watch. <laughs> he came to Chicago actually already, and he compared all the uh, he compared sharks, heralds, and um, Uncle Remus. And I think he said, "I do love Harold's sharks." Was the best? I'm not sure though. Harold's is the best. Yeah. I know. He like, was like, "Do not start a war in Chicago because of me." <laughs> yeah. When Purvis first said the guy's name, I thought he said Keith Leaf, and I was like, "This motherfucker is just Chief Keith with dyslexia." <laughs> So, Chief Keep, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> he said it. Yeah. He said it off camera, and I started dying. And I was like, "I went to Brandon Caesar's." <laughs> Repeat that. I can. You two cannot be left alone. <laughs> Forbidden. We're gonna start talking about shoes. Bus- business majors <laughs> need supervisors. It's Let- true. Unless they start engineering ethnostates. <laughs> oh. Oh. Be like, you no, don't no. get it. Just be more efficient. Everyone was the same. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, we should all get into crypto. <laughs> I'm just so happy I was right about crypto. Well, Jasper, you told me something. What we were just we were just talking about how today uh, Sam Bateman Fried was found guilty on all charges yeah. and is awaiting sentencing for March of next year, but he's facing a, ma- a max of 115 years. I hope he's eaten alive by pigeons. Oh my, okay. That's such a specific animal. Oh my god. <laughs> they are omnivorous. They'll go for it. They will. I've seen pigeons right. eat worse. The pigeons <laughs> in New York could do it. <laughs> Dude, you, you guys ever see the obviously you guys ever see the video of the the seagull that eats a rat whole? Oh yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Oh, it's like takeout. <laughs> no, stop. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Let's talk about more animals eating things. Like, hey, it's the Halloween episode. Shit's gross. Whatever. I get, okay, I'll Spoon give you that. They're <laughs> eating fair. a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if that was someone's Halloween decorations? Just a bird eating a rabbit. Just like really real scary things, like detail, actual bird feathers. Like, God. like animals <laughs> killing each other. Like, so petulance. <laughs> But yeah, um, some other singles that will be coming out, dude. Fetty Wap is still alive. <laughs> He's in jail. Apparently, he has a song coming out with um, Corla Ray called "Seventeen Thirty Eight." Of course, I guess. Um, man, and 
I don't know. Guys. <laughs> I I understand it's the Halloween episode, but it is now November and uh it is officially Christmas time, so we're gonna start hearing Christmas music. Make it Yana's stop. coming Make out it with stop. the first Make Noel. <laughs> so, Make it stop. That's <laughs> that's the last single. Mariah Carey is unthawing. So very why can't we yeah, is Gibeon going to be our Mariah? Is Gibeon going to be Mariah? I am okay Carey with that. Twenty years. I am, I'm fully okay with that. The <laughs> R&B Michael Bublé. <laughs> no, it's actually Chance the Rapper's side oh, project. No. Merry Christmas, little mama. I love hey, that those project. Slap. Do not talk poorly about that. Project. Too late. <laughs> it's a good project. That's a very good one. Um, and then on to the actual news. Uh, some things, it's not a lot going on this week, to be honest. Um, J. Cole is on Little Yachty's recent podcast. I saw that. Actually, I saw, like, yeah. clips of it. I'm, J. Cole's just, like, a really smart guy. So, like, it's just, yeah. like, interesting to see him talk about stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. he is, like, one of those, uh, he is a prime podcast host or guest or whatever. I should know. <laughs> the, this is what we are doing currently. <laughs> Give us three years, we'll have Jake on. <laughs> three years. We're gonna keep saying three that. years and some <laughs> chicken years. wing money. <laughs> but yeah, um, definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, then we have PG Lang has been returning with a bunch of stuff into. I don't even know how to explain this. They have a phone. Yeah, and it's a, a version of a different of a pre-existing phone. The light phone. Okay. Yeah, the light phone. It's like an intentional, like, you know, smartphones, how they have, like, apps. They're too like, smart. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, I don't want to, like, I, I don't want to, like, look down on it. You know, it's a choice. But, like, it's basically that. It's like a it's like a phone with, like, modern technology that is, like, intentionally dumb. So you can't, like, scroll social media on it. You can, like, yeah. play music, send a text message, make a phone call. That's it. Yep. So, like, I think... It's weird. Like, I think it's like, I don't hate it. Like, it's not, I don't think it's like gross or bad. I just think it's like weird. Mm-hmm. You know, I think like the PR headlines are confusing and muddy. But like, once again, like, it's not anything like all the PG Lang stuff that dropped this week. It's all, it's like, none of it makes me upset actively. It's just like wa- water off a duck's ass. I could not give <laughs> a single shit. Right, like I can't be bothered to go to Android. You think I'm gonna get the light phone because Kendrick Lamar's company did something with it? Maybe, but probably not. Like, yeah, I I love the concept. I remember when the original version came out. Yeah, like I think it's a cool con. Like that's the thing. I don't want to bemoan someone who like sees something like that and is like, oh, that's the choice for me. Yeah, I think it's definitely th- especially you throw a high end camera in that, and it's like it's a really it's a respectable choice. I. Think there's something to be said about wanting to get away from smartphones, you know? So yeah. the my only... thing is just like it does as someone who's like a huge fan of the artist on that label, does literally nothing for me. Right. From my whole thing system. My whole thing with them is like just as a piece of tech, I think it's interesting for like being able to like go on holiday and like not have to worry about social media and shit and just be able to like live in the moment. You know, even even taking photos can take you out of the moment to an extent, right? Because you're yeah. so focused on like 100%. perfection yeah. or whatever. But I could definitely see a use case for like why you might want to be able to disconnect a little bit more and keep it like as a second phone for when you want to just go out and experience life without the filter that is social media and everything going on on your phone. I think that the price point is frankly stupid for that. I don't see anybody using it as their price point is. 
299. So, so it's 299 for the base model, the regular version, and the PG Lang one. They're both just 299, which that's like primary phone money now. It's like we're 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 in a definitely like changing landscape where it's like flag not flagships but like very competent phones are quickly approaching the three four hundred dollar mark. You definitely yeah can, yeah you can definitely get much better phones for four hundred dollars than you could four, three four years ago. That's yeah, one hundred. If this thing true. were like if this thing were like eighty to a hundred bucks, it would make a lot of sense, and I would probably own one just for the sake of like being able to disconnect a little bit. But yeah, it just I don't understand it. And then the integration, like the pricing structure, doesn't make sense. And the integration with PG Lang is like I don't necessarily see what the what the message it? they're like, trying to communicate is. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like, that's like be more part. present in 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 your life. <laughs> like I don't know. It's not very clear now. Yeah, yeah. So that that's and that's the thing, right? That's why like. That's why all of this like brand synergy stuff, like very rarely is it ever interesting. It's usually all just like boring. What, why are they doing this bullshit? Mm -hmm. It's one of those rare things. The way I think about it, at least in this situation, I definitely would not get one, but I also own a STEM player. So like, yeah, like I'm not going to bemoan someone <laughs> like uh, a, an out of box tech choice, you know, yeah. like I, I've done several of those. <laughs> yeah. I also own a STEM player. Like, I bought a I bought a flipper the other day. A what? You brought a flipper. I bought a flipper the other day. Like so a that's... flip phone? No, like a flipper zero. What's that? We don't have to get into it on here. It's basically like a like an RFID tracking tool type thing. They're oh, so cool. you can stalk people? No, no, no. It's not for that. It's like FBI. a universal remote. It's like a universal <laughs> remote like, type thing. Like, but it's like open source. Are we doing a heist? Is it like a heist? Like it a GTA Six trailer? Can you write assembly? <laughs> No, like <laughs> then we're not doing a heist. What, what do I look like? The guy who made Roller Coaster Tycoon? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what he looks like. It, it, it could be you. It could be me. I don't think it could be anyone. <laughs> any of us are the guys who made Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> Welcome to the Halloween episode. Of Welcome Halloween. to the Halloween guys. That's what we should all be next year. It's like, roller yeah, I'm the guy. Just roller coaster tycoon. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm the guy. <laughs> like, dressed completely different. Wear whatever you want. <laughs> just literally, just put it on. Just whatever you want. Like, just this. <laughs> like this is. I mean, like, I'm the guy who invented roller coaster tycoon. I made oh, it into assembly, so it was very efficient. It could be put in cereal boxes. <laughs> I once watched a documentary about Roller Coaster Tycoon. It was very interesting. His name is no, Chris. Sean. Yes, I did. His, his name is Chris Sawyer. He's got a, got a name plaque that says Chris. Oh, my yeah. God. It was on YouTube. It was like this document. And it was about how this guy wrote the entire game in assembly, which is incredibly yeah. hard. But that yeah. makes it incredibly efficient and can like guarantee that it'll run on like any computer. Yeah. So the reason why everyone had it is because like it was a computer game that you could affect that like uh, you got a licensing deal with like uh, yeah. a cereal company because like it was so ubiquitous and it was just very interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I like the idea. You sway your antics on YouTube, <laughs> dude. Sometimes you just took Adderall too late in the day and you see something to do until you fall asleep. <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. Like now, now you'll know. Assembly is the language that. <sighs> most instruction sets for processors are written in. So that's yeah, why it's so easy to read because it's a very low level language. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's the most efficient to digest. Like French. The more you know. It's a low level oh. language. 
I don't know about that. There's a lot of silent letters in there. They'll get you. <laughs> I just meant like the, the kind of people who use it. Low level human beings. Hey, Guyana is a nice place. You take that back. Look, I'm oh, sure it's man. very I'm sure all the places they colonized brought them lots of good stuff. Like, yeah, you're right. You say, have you ever been to Vietnam? No. <laughs> Me neither. I'm sure, it's, no, I'm, I'm sure it's very nice. I'm poor. I haven't been to Iowa. <laughs> Don't you like going to Japan next year? <laughs> I'm not poor anymore. <laughs> okay, fine. And I might be. Uh, shout out Rafa. He was in our Discord and he made our stuff. Uh, as you think, I'm going to be going to Buenos Aires next oh, October. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kind of dope. Yeah. So kinda me and Rachel dope. are going to go there for I think a week or two. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> where were? Oh yeah, PG Lang. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Put up the Hillbillies album. Yeah. Like, put up that. the <laughs> That's all we want. Give the people what they want. <laughs> Light Fode Two. That's cool. Hillbillies album. Much better. <laughs> I also gotta say, even if it's just nine tracks, that's fine. <laughs> just another thing I have to complain about real quick. Their okay. website. Has a hyphen in it, and if you type in PG Lang without the hyphen dot com, it does not redirect. It just gives you the wrong thing. Uh -oh. So <laughs> figure like out your cool. website. Yeah, make it right. <laughs> like make it so that if I type it in without a hyphen, it works. How hard could it be? Fair enough. They probably didn't want to buy both. I don't know. Who knows? I will say the Converse <clears throat> are still sitting in many sizes. I'm not surprised. Eight through no nine, eight and a half through eleven are sold out, but everything else is still there. The common sizes, but um, <clears throat> yeah. Please give us hillbillies. Yeah. On to the other news. Um, I don't care about this artist. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm just gonna say it up front. I don't care about the artist, but I do care about what happened, and I just want to see what you guys are thinking. Yeah, about no, it. I think this is actually a very interesting because I also do yep. not care about this artist, but like. But at the same time, I think this is an artist that you could definitely make an argument of, like, they're in the genre, right? Like, they deserve a modicum of respect, right? They're not... They're not it's not Fridge Montana. They're not well, Little Xan. No, that, that's what happens <laughs> They're not 6ix9ine. They're not Little Xan, you know? Okay, yeah. I don't really fuck with their music, except for one song they made about Will Smith. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, Will Smith has gone through enough lately. I don't care. Just, I don't care. I still love Will Smith. Will Smith. I love Will Smith. Still a big fan. I don't care. Like I, I just don't care. Like yes, but I just what we're care. talking about is Jordan uh, Lucas. Yeah, Jordan um, Lucas. Not a fan, but I think he deserves respect and us yeah. covering it because it's certainly an interesting story. Yes. Um. He recently came out on Instagram with a very long caption kind of describing that he's been working on a project for like the last two years or something like that. Um, fully finished, made with features, polished, everything. And he scrapped the whole thing because I guess he was receiving negative feedback from some of the singles that were coming out. Um, I knew nothing about this until like literally this week. So I don't follow his singles. I don't know if they were good or bad. How do you guys feel about this? I was a little conflicted. Look, I, I think it's interesting. I I wonder, because this is the thing I would wonder for anyone who said something like this. I wonder if this is a narrative. You know, I wonder if, like, 
he's just going back to the drawing board for one reason or another, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say it's just not a personally fulfilling album to him. Like, let's say he just he gets to the end of that road, as you do with like certain creative projects, and you're like, no, this just doesn't feel like you know people change, whatever. Um, so I don't necessarily want to imply like malice when I say is this just a narrative, but like, is this just a thing he is saying? to give fans a reason to believe that another album will ever come, you know, which I don't think is necessarily wrong or like bad, but I just want it. Like, that's my first instinct. It's just like, is this a narrative? Is this spin? What is this? So that's my it's, thing. It's just, I wonder if it's just a narrative, oh, we're back from Cutland. This is the yes. heavily edited Halloween special as we've decided like a horror movie. Uh, There's a ghost on Discord, and it's spooky. All of us have had a reason to, like, have to cut. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. yeah, so that's basically my thing, is that, like, I respect the decision just from an artistic level. Like, if he has work he doesn't feel comfortable putting out, he shouldn't. Uh, I do mm-hmm. wonder if it is ultimately, like, a narrative he is doing, you know? Just telling people that to cover up either, like, things not getting cleared or uh, just personal unsatisfaction you know mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of where i said if it's his own personal like decision to cut this then i completely understand it because my immediate thought was like man how many albums do i wish were actually cut like like finished and just say like you know what don't drop it yeah <laughs> and there's a lot yeah could you imagine if would. like they did that for all the dogs could you imagine if chances didn't drop the big day? Yeah, I can. <laughs> that's the yeah. that's the better timeline. Yes, that, I think chance would better. literally would have been better dropping nothing. Like it, that is yeah. my point. Like yeah. I literally wish it was just cut. So, with that being said, if it's a reaction from the fans, that really sucks and un- is very unfortunate for them. Um, and I would kind of judge him. Not gonna lie, because like if it's your own art, you're not yeah. gonna please all your fans. Yeah, but if it's his that, own personal if, thing, then I get that. <clears throat> if it's like his own personal thing, I get that. I do think that there is something like, yeah, you got you can't be cucked to your fans, right? Like, yeah. you know, like uh, audiences are famously don't know what they want. You know, like if you like give people exactly what they want, they'll never like it. You know, <laughs> I remember reading one of the best pieces of, like creative advice I ever got. Uh, mm-hmm. was from a video I saw where Bill Hader was talking. He was talking about like when he was a writer on South Park. And it was when someone tells you there's something wrong, they're always right about it. If someone tells you, it's like, oh, I don't buy that character, they're always right. But when they tell you how to fix it, they're always wrong. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way like, to look at it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So, yeah, that, that's basically my opinion. Jasper, how, how, how do you feel? Do you feel anything? Do you feel like you will? <laughs> I think... I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm happy we're not getting more <laughs> because of re- for obvious reasons. Um, I think maybe there's also... I think this is strategic. I think this. I think the same project, whatever he's working on, is eventually going to drop. I think he's just going to hold off because he's been in hot water since the whole Chris Brown thing. People yeah. have been kind of going at him about that. So Wait, I could definitely... He basically, there was like some new controversy with Chris Brown. I don't even remember what it was. But then he came back and just like went super hard defending him and was like, we're not going to tolerate Chris Brown slander, yada, 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 all this 
BS. It's like, yeah, but it's so easy. And and basically, just <laughs> he he doubled down on something that where nobody asked his opinion, put out like a bunch of videos about it. And I think that there was like a lot of negative blowback. And I think that mm. that's really he he's like, you know what? Let me wait till I'm less politically, socially unpopular to yeah. drop something that took a lot of time and money to make. Right. Yeah, I think that's sense. what it is. Yeah, okay. Hey, it might just be off your who knows. But yeah, I just thought it was something unique. I don't hear a lot of artists speaking about like full cutting. So it was something that kind of stood out to me, but uh, that that's all the news. To be honest, yeah. we made it to the spooky vibe cast. We made it to the spooky part where we're just gonna bullshit and talk about some albums that may or may not be spooky, mm-hmm. uh, or Halloween themed, or what have you. It's somewhat dark. Yeah, and then we have an announcement because I think our next year Halloween episode is gonna be something really to look forward to. Absolutely. But this year we're kind of just winging it. We're like, is this a spooky album? I don't know. <laughs> It's, it's it's a lot going on this right. November or October. It's um, Novtober. Novtober. <laughs> but yeah, we, I just wanted to shoot through a bunch of albums that just came to my mind. That's why I, I was saying like everybody. I, can, I contributed problem. a few too, including ones yeah. I'm not a huge fan of because I do think they objectively fit the prompt. Objectively fit the prompt, or critically, or whatever you want to say. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I mean, as close to as you can. I'm talking about a whole lot of red. Oh, I got you. I got you. I mean, yeah, that... yeah. Like, I don't care for that album at all. But like, it's literally vamp. Like, you're telling me, yeah, you're not a vamp. I'm a vamp no, for life, dude. No. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, not well, let's start off with that because a whole lot of red was <laughs> released on Christmas. Yeah, yeah it is a Christmas album. Honestly, yeah, yeah it is not Christmas. a lot of green, but a whole lot of red. Yeah. And um, I this. I've listened to to it a few times. Every single time. I listen to it. I'm like, I do not understand the appeal of this at all. It's like eating tar. It's like it's that bad for you. I just I'm a rock get, star. I could have joined Slayer. I just don't find it a lot. And to be to be clear, my first it's an amazing title. I'll give you that though. I'm a fan. I am just a fan of any like a book, album, movie, whatever that has just like an incredible title. Yeah. Right. Whole lot of red is a great title. I will it give it is. that. But I remember my first ever interface with this album was like, I heard that it drops. I texted you. I'm like, oh, Cardi dropped. And you're like, like, yeah, a whole it. lot of ass. I was like, I hate it. I do plan. And then the, I learned to like it. <laughs> I do plan to plagiarize it for my first mixtape, whole lot of lead. <laughs> Start the revolution. <laughs> but yeah, I, but yeah, no, I think it, this was such a turn. Did you like old Cardi at all? Or no. do you like old Cardi? No, I like so it more. Just, no, in general. I like it more, okay. but not no, not really. I've always like I've always bounced off Cardi like since his earliest days. Like I remember what when he was a clone of Amine on the freshman twenty seventeen cover. Man, how no, they just was. yeah, but I like, mean, it's and true, like yeah. he's come afar, but it's just like I I've just it was something I just like thought was like cool and not for me to something I think is uncool and not for me, like. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's the way I feel. But I do think it is like obje- like critically like you look at it, it's like it's a Halloween. It's a vampire, it is yes. like it's, it's a Halloween album, album, right? Like it, it, that was released on Christmas. And like I get you? I get like the joke that it's a Christmas album because it drops on Christmas. I I say the same thing about Run the Jewels three, like it came out on Christmas, therefore Christmas album. Uh, right. But I don't know. I think the aesthetic of it is very like Halloweeny. I agree. Well, it is. 
Well, Jasper, I know you like Playboy Cardi. <laughs> I do. You are correct. Do you, I'm, I'm actually curious because I've never asked. Do you like old Cardi or new Cardi more? No. New? Yeah. Interesting. Die Lit has a lot of strong songs on it, but it falls the fuck apart. Like, you get to poke it out and everything after that. It's just like, shut up. Like, this is not good. <laughs> what are we and, doing here? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's something that I, I think Whole Lot of Red actually does well, is it intersperses, like, slightly more mellow songs and, and songs that are not as memorable with ones that are very clearly, like, bangers or anthems or whatever. So it, I think in that way, for someone who's looking for that style of music, you do get this kind of roller coaster of, like, excitement, lull, excitement, lull, and it goes back and forth. Like, you go from... Control, which is like more low key, kind of like synthy, into punk monk, which is also kind of slow. <laughs> On that time is like really intense right after that. And then you get King Vamp. So you get this kind of like smooth lows, and then you get these like high energy highs. You know what? I'm I'm not upset with that, honestly. Yeah. I think I the pacing it. is actually pretty good overall. I do think it has a good pacing, but I do think it is long. It is long. I agree with that. Four songs of, uh, but it's, it is an hour and three minutes, which is not on the longer side compared to like some of the other projects that we've looked at this year. So Yeah, and not long to him in general. Die Lit is... I don't know. <laughs> Playboy Cardi, it should be illegal for Playboy Cardi to make anything over 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, it should be... A I mean, federal, Uzi federal, <laughs> It should be a, Look a how crime, that turned an out. actual like persecutable crime. I oppose prisons like on a moral level, but... I Where are you support, going with this? Support <laughs> them in this instance. Like, no, that doesn't okay. count. I see what you're typing. No, I don't. I don't acknowledge it. Like, Uh-oh. how does it not count? Because, because how does it count? I can't prove a negative. You know that. It has a spooky album cover. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Oh my god! You don't at me. <laughs> I didn't notice you typing, and then uh, I see it now. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. No, I think this isn't. I th- I think this is you slobbing knobs. I don't think this is how we know. It has a spooky album cover. That's all I'm saying. It yeah, has. We can, just leave, we can just leave it at that. I don't. I disagree. I'll give you that. I disagree with the spooky album cover. I think that is a a Mister Fantastic level stretch. <laughs> Mister Fantastic level. Yeah. I guess oh, well. <laughs> it's just a dark cover. <laughs> We should have put Doja Cat on it. Yeah, like. <laughs> but moving on, should let's we... actually talk about like. Oh well, did you want to pick one? No, I thought we going to go from the beginning of this list. Oh, I was just going to start picking them out, dude. To be pick honest, yeah, pick them out. <laughs> I was going to do like a really big one, like one that we all love. I would say, um, my dark, beautiful, twisted fantasy. It I is... I don't. I thought it was my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. It is. Uh, it might be. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I just put it in the thing. You uh, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Like I do love this album, right? I do. Okay. I do love this album. I. I am. I love it so much that like I just haven't touched it since like the Kanye thing. Uh, is this just because of the song "Monster"? Oh no, not necessarily. I was just saying. I just don't the... see this as like Halloweeny at all. Like I see. I, no? I see like the like I see the monster song. Like if this was just songs. Yeah, I could see that for sure. But like I just feel like this is just like such like a commentary on excess and indulgence. Like I just like I was like, where are you going with this? I think the the start of the short film, the accompanying short film where it's like 
he's driving in the woods. Like that is very Halloweeny aesthetically. Yeah, I was gonna um, say Dark then, Fantasy. I was just thinking about monster, only the album. Devlin a new dress. Um, well, yeah, and then also like the bird lady from the same film is like kind of like Halloween monstery, I guess. I don't know. See Devil in the New Dress I would give you if it was sonically dark at all. I guess that's fair. I don't know. What, yeah. I was just putting in some albums, and when I was thinking about some, I know this is a classic album, and it has some darker tones to it in terms of the rest of its discarded. I don't even um, know if I agree with that. Like, I don't think this has... What would you call more dark? I, I think this is probably the brightest, shimmering, most colorful elements of his discography, besides maybe Graduation. Uh, Life of Pablo, I, I think, is like darker. I think Jesus is darker. I think Jesus is definitely darker. I definitely think Jesus is darker. Eight oh eights and heartbreaks. Uh, that's a that's a winter album, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. So is Jesus. I'd say. I know it was released in the summer, but I'd say Jesus is a winter album too. Is uh, I think Life of Pablo is a much darker album. I think. Um. Kids see ghosts. Kids see ghosts is a Halloween album. I see it. Fine, I, honestly, we're gonna do Kids See Ghosts. Honestly, I see it closer <laughs> as, than My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It's actually a Christmas uh, album. Oh, God. what yeah. is Santa <laughs> bringing? That is that is a good one. That was a good one. That that actually sounded good. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> and and I would also say I know this I is probably this is probably going to be a, a hot take. I I genuinely think uh, late registration and college dropout are like I wouldn't say darker. I would use the word grittier. Than my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, so like yeah, I would say that this is on the complete opposite end of his spectrum. Fair enough. Like, yeah, I'm not mad at that. Uh, Jasper, do you have any thoughts on the album in general? Then, <laughs> which one of all the ones we covered? My beautiful dark twisted. Well, let's fantasy. pick. Yeah, let's let's pick a Kanye album. If you wouldn't do this one, then would would it be Jesus? For for like spooky album? Sure. Yeah, I would go with that. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. For me, it's impossible—not impossible, but like I have a very hard time separating the imagery and the the media that comes with the album from it when in the context of something like Halloweeny, because for me, it's very visual. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think about the the projection on the sixty-six buildings around the world, where it's like him in that like very high contrast dark room, wrapping new slaves, and it's like. Yeah, that's pretty spooky looking. Yeah. Like I I would consider that to be like Halloween esque or like spooky intense mm. kind of imagery. It's definitely dark. Like I would definitely yeah. say Jesus is a dark album, one hundred percent. I like that. I yeah. really God, I haven't thought about Jesus since last year around this time for obvious reasons. Mm. I just remembered that there's a song on that album called Black Skinhead and I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> Moving on. Pretty accurate. Like, yeah. Sounds Jesus good. Uh, uh, Brandon, do you want to pick one of yours? Yeah. I'm gonna pick one. I'm gonna pick, okay, so I'm going to pick one because I think it's like a stretch, but also I don't think that big of a stretch. Uh, so I think like when you think of Halloween, I think another thing that comes to mind more than like the spooky, like macabre uh, aesthetics, I think of just like clearly identifiable characters because that's who people dress in costume as right like someone that you can mm -hmm. walk in like you're west side gun right yeah i someone like me could walk in and see you and be like oh west side gun you know someone who saw the show that i i dressed up as puppy cat from being puppy cat someone who saw that show they picked it up right away right mm -hmm. although it's a little bit more of an obscure show so that only happened once but like 
Uh, but this idea of just like these 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 cultural characters that are just like very recognizable and you know our characters per se. So that's why I thought Thirty Six Chambers by the Wu Tang Clan was like mm-hmm. a pre- preeminent Halloween album because the amount of people I see every year like go as you know uh, Jizza or Rizza or Method Man or Red Man or Old yeah. Dirty Bastard, right? Like these are. Yes, they're real human beings, but they're also like these iconic figures that like, I think, yeah, personas. Larger than life. Yeah, and it's just, and also I do think 36 Chambers is like a dark, dreary, and there's like a playfulness to it that like I think is required for the Halloween vibe, right? Like I agree Jesus is very dark, but I think the difference between like Jesus and something that's like Halloween-y is like fun. Like Halloween is supposed to be like fun. Jesus is not. Right. <laughs> Jesus is. It's a great piece of art, and like I love it, but like it's not fun. <laughs> it's not for the kids. They aren't going trick or treating to this. Yeah. <laughs> like if you played you, Jesus at a Halloween party, people would be like, "Who's got the ox and take it from?" Yeah. <laughs> it would literally be worse than when I played scaring the hose at a Halloween party. You um mentioning people dressing up as members of wu-tang just sent my brain down a very stupid associative rabbit hole but now i want to see it here we go i watched a a video recently about like what's happened with like big shifts in late night tv and like how the medium is changing with the pandemic and the advent of youtube and yada yada yada. i want to see and they were talking about like james (laughs) corden being canceled i want to see james corden and quest love go as run the jewels that's amazing i remember before he died my favorite uh one i ever saw was uh the guys from Injury Reserve are running the jewels. My <laughs> God! Yeah. That yeah. Is. yeah. Speaking of which, my uh, run the jewels highs came today. We saw. Oh yeah. Yeah, we saw. I saw mm-hmm. the Instagram. I almost, I almost commented twinsies, but then I'm like, I have some respect. Like, I, have I don't know. Stuff. It'll be, it'll be hard. One of us yeah. will have to change at one point. Yeah. yeah. So you're twizzy for you. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Honestly, God. um, I did look up albums earlier as well. Most of these albums, I was just like just researching what is considered dark within the community. Wu Tang Clan came up multiple times. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, it just I, I think there's more to it than just like the darkness. You know, mm. I think like even though I'm not a fan of the album, I think like that's true for Whole Lot Red. I think Whole Lot Red has an element of playfulness. You know, that like isn't re- that isn't readily there on like Jesus. Much yeah. like it as much as I do. You know, I would. Yeah. I, if you asked me to listen to Jesus or Whole Lot Red, a hundred times out of a hundred, I'm picking Jesus. But like, which one's going to be better at a Halloween party? True, true. I think it's pretty clear. Jasper, did you uh, put any albums? Nope. No. You no. Okay. Well, I'm going to do a personal favorite of mine. I'm going to do Schoolboy Q. Yeah, where are we going? This one I see a little bit more because I see like the dark aesthetic, and like it is like a dark aesthetic, (laughs) right? Everything it is a dark dark aesthetic, and it's also like very skeletal, which is kind of like Halloweeny because of skeletons, but it is just like these dark drums and like these like spooky piano lines behind it, like almost like I think another thing, I think it for diversity of content say i'm happy this didn't show up but it's almost like the griselda thing where it's like yeah these all sound like haunted trap houses (laughs) (laughs) yes and this would fit along with that very easily everything about that album in my personal opinion and 
obviously I like the album a lot. I yeah, talk about it no. all the time. So I see the um, dark aesthetic, but like once again, I yes. think like the element of playfulness. Yeah, which is okay. Right. Honestly, Halloween is meant to go trick or treating for the kids, so yeah. it, it, it's something nice. And if you dive deep into this album, which we probably will end up doing, I think it's on like our mouse. I think list. we have. Oh, we have, have we, we done this one? Done, I'm pretty sure we have. Yeah, we might have. Honestly, I don't know. At this point, yeah. we've done a lot. <laughs> um, but it's just like when you dive into the lyrics, it it is a very dark view on life in general and that kind of stuff. Is more spooky, in my yeah, opinion, I, I dealing with hardships of life. Yeah, no, there's definitely an element of that for sure. Yeah. Okay, now so. there's one you picked that I want to bring up because Uh-oh. I What's think up? it is the eminent hip hop Halloween album. It dropped on Halloween. It isn't like directly like Halloween inspired per se, mm-hmm. but I think like in terms of just being like evocative, I think it's the perfect album, and that's Without Warning by Metro Boomer. Yes. Absolutely. You know, it's so good. It's such it a perfect so album. <laughs> such a perfect album. Metro Boomin is going to be one of the best producers ever. By, I agree. by the end I, of all this, he's I, one I agree. Of yeah. And and this was I think this was a change for him. Like at the time, I don't think he had yes. as much slower, mm-hmm. spookier content or um, you know, aesthetics as he does as he's famous for now. Mm. And he did a he did a great job at capturing like the atmosphere, the the world, it just dives you into it. And yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I listened to it today. It it it's perfect following, honestly. Yeah. No, so that that's my that was the one I was very excited. This was I also answer. can't believe it dropped on Halloween. That makes it yeah. like kind of special. I don't I don't remember if it was a surprise. I honestly can't remember if it was like, I think it was because it was like there you go. Without <laughs> warning. Like, what? <laughs> Literally. This like, was oh. also like a week after we met. Like, I think this is one of the yes. first albums we ever talked about. Yes. A timestamp. <laughs> yeah. So this, to me, like, I, kn- I know it's like a weird one, especially because, like, besides from maybe Metro Boomin, Metro Boomin is definitely my top five favorite producers working right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 21 Savage and Offset, I like them. They're not my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, but this just came together. Flawlessly. Metro did, has done a great job at <laughs> taking 21 Savage's career in just yeah, no, the he, next level. He, 100%, 100%. He owes him so much. <laughs> and this is uh, one of the first examples of that. And they have multiple albums together now, and all of them hit, in my opinion. I, I could have picked all of them. <laughs> they, and they also don't sound repetitive. I think this is the best one, but like yeah. it doesn't sound like Savage Mode. Mm. You know, it's and like I'm not a big fan of Savage Mode, too, but it doesn't sound like that either. Agreed. Yeah, Jasper, did you listen to this album at all? Have you ever? Gotten I one? didn't. No, I'm. My familiarity starts with "Not All Heroes Were Caves." That's fair. It's definitely something you want to go back for. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see what else. Oh, I did this one because again, this was like the obvious one. It's not necessarily hip hop, but I feel like you can't talk about. Oh uh, yeah, I think I know. Yeah, I was saying we it should just make sense. This, one. <laughs> this is more halloween than the actual holiday like <laughs> yes thriller absolutely. itself thriller is a horror movie you know it's just it's a music video but yeah no thriller is like I, this was i remember like that album coming out for halloween mm-hmm. like that was an really? album we put on in the house on halloween was mm-hmm. thriller i got you and like even the non-spooky stuff you know like pretty young thing and but maybe, like, even, maybe mine yeah but even stuff like beat it, at, like you know, thriller is like a scare, like is actually like a spooky song. Yeah, 
you know, they have uh, John Waters doing the intro and everything. It hits really. It hits hard, man. It, it is at probably the defining musical expression of that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I, I wish I was around. That, that's the one artist out of everyone. I wish I was around for Michael Jackson. Just I, I would Me want too. to see the impact in like how he just drove culture. It, it was insane to me. Um, and then let's also talk about, I know Jasper hates this album, <laughs> but Tyler created Goblin. I feel like this. Yeah, is no, album. this definitely does qualify. There's definitely. I would have, I would have put camp over this, honestly. Camp. Okay. For, why? For, for spooky vibes out in the woods at night in the dark. And uh, you've got, you've got songs like campfire, like just camp vibe. D- by Tyler, or sorry, a fucking wolf, whatever it's called. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, oh. I was about to say. I would yeah. put wolf over this. My I bad. Would, yeah. I would definitely say. I mean, I don't. I don't know, because part of me is like, that's a decent argument, and I do think Wolf is just the better album. It's a better album. Yeah, I, I do think <laughs> it's just the better album, but I don't know if it has like the spookiness, right? It does have like the alone in the woods vibe. It's got like the eeriness, but it's not necessarily mm-hmm. spooky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like the first two albums definitely have like I think like overt horror elements. Yes. I just think you know. So like once again, I don't hate that take. I just mm-hmm. I'm like parsing it out in my own mind, which is what a podcast is verbally. <laughs> just the yeah. line where he says, "Darker than the corners of the bushes we be lurking" is like true, true, true. Boogie. I'll give you that. He be hitting it. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Wolf is a much better album in comparison. I just, I don't know. Goblet, they're both unhinged, and this was before yeah. Tyler the Creator had yeah. any form of a filter. <laughs> but Goblet has some uh, questionable things. Content, yeah. Is not, yeah. <laughs> and the the video alone for Yonkers is, it gets you there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I actually think Flower Boy is the scariest one because it makes me be alone with my thoughts. <laughs> Just like, oh, that's real. <laughs> so yeah, Flower yeah. Boy is the scariest one because I'm homophobic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I think that would be Igor, actually. <laughs> okay. It's um, literally called Flower Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. All right. We're gonna get we more abstract. We're gonna get more abstract <laughs> as we go. I'm going to do the last one that has any merit. Uh, I think okay. <laughs> uh, any like creative merit. Uh, I think Taboo by Denzel Curry. Creative merit. Look, the last ones are all vibes. They're all vibes. They're just like. They're all like. I'm not saying they're bad albums. I'm just saying like, are they Halloween? It's like, no, no, they're not. Like, it's kind of dark. They're just kind of, and we like them. They just have a lot of reverb. <laughs> like, and what's better than that on Halloween? I agree, but still, but yeah, I think like the the only other one on here that like actually has like a macabre aesthetic and actually fits like the vibe of the holiday is Taboo by Denzel Curry. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I, I I think it gets to some very dark places with like black balloons and uh, black metal terrorists, but like songs like Cloud Cobain, songs like um, is it Black Balloons the one with Gold Link? I don't know. They're all they all have like the same mm. verbiage. Sirens, 
you know, like it's a little bit more serious. It's a little bit closer to the Yeezus edge, but I think it just like so overtly captures that aesthetic that I just give it, you know, I, I think the Clout Cobain video is like a Halloween tradition in my house now. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. I'm trying to think, when did I actually get around the time? Because I was very late on Denzel. You're the one that kind of put me onto him, to be honest. Yeah. I got into him, was it Nostalgia Ultra? No, that's not him. Because uh, when I first saw him and like learned about him, it was more creepy for me. Like It, it was just like a this, creepy element. To th- it. That was Taboo. Taboo was his creepy yeah. album, and that was where yeah. he like really blew up. Uh, what was the one I got out to him? It was like fucking 32 Zell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the other thing is he has yeah. the whole rock aesthetic with him as well. And I, I feel don't, like... I don't, I think taboo has that a little bit, but mm-hmm. I don't think he has it's as much. Of... Yeah. I think it's a little bit, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think he actually has all that of a rock aesthetic. I think, the thing is that like he just kind of pulls in. I don't think like sonically he has that much of a rock sound. This is something me and Jasper talked about. Where mm-hmm. it's like he, I don't think he like he doesn't have a lot of like drumming and he doesn't have like bass guitar and like guitar solos and stuff. It, it's not like Tizo Touchdown where he's like taking like these sounds and like yeah. the creative elements of rock music. Denzel is more doing the surface level stuff. He's doing the same things Marilyn Manson did on top of his music that he did, right? So I think that's where the connection to rock comes in with Taboo. But I think sonically, I don't. I think it's much closer to like SoundCloud era hip hop, right? And I and I think the fact that he had like some very popular rock covers, you know, <clears> and <throat> he, he was known for doing like rock shows live, and like he's also like one of those people who's known for being a fan across genres. So like. I think like he has that association for a reason. I just don't think sonically it's all that there. Honestly, I I agree. I, I know, like that. Yeah, I don't I think, think it makes sense. I don't think Taboo has one eighth the rock sound as uh, oh. Mount My Eyes ha- See Your Future has like the jazz sound. Sorry, I had to make that connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get that. But yeah, no, I definitely think it's a very spooky album. I think right. the aesthetic helps too because, like, I feel like if we were doing like rock, it would be much easier to find like yeah, definitely. a ton of dark yeah. Halloween albums. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Like, it, it, it definitely is the aesthetic, and like, I think it's because like Halloween is a very performative holiday. Like, it's a very holiday about like this subversion and performance, right? And I, I think that's the cool part of it. You know, um, Halloween is the one day you're not in a costume. Yeah, <laughs> very funny. Uh, unless you're me and you're physically incapable of being anything other than this 100% of the time. Uh, but, uh, but it's a very like performative holiday. Like there's a elements of like camp and like performance to it. And like hip hop is just obsessed with authenticity, you know, like that is like at the root of the genre, right? Rock doesn't have that. Rock is all about putting on the dramatics and the performances. You know, there are rock bands who like the members claim to be, Time traveling warlocks and shit. <laughs> I, yes, I did notice that come up a lot. I need Greta Van Fleet out of this. <laughs> Greta Van Fleet wish they Mars. were as good as the Literally. bands who say they're from their time. Traveling. I know, I know. Yeah. I just had to throw them under the bus somehow. I, 
And you may do so. You may do so. This is an anti Greta Van Fleet podcast. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Don't you, worry. D- you don't want to know. I have a list of rock bands you're not allowed to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Greta Van Fleet, uh, Mainskin. Uh, mm. <laughs> don't know who that is. They're from I'm Italy. Doing, everyone, doing something right. <laughs> everyone thinks they're cultured because they listen to a band from Europe, even though they're awful. Like, Jeez, I understand now. Yeah, actually, the only European music I listen to is Death Clock. So, like, you know, real culture. It's like, I don't listen to anything from Europe. Europe is where everything bad in the world starts. You're not do wrong. You, do you know, <laughs> but, you Brandon, Brandon, do you know Death Clock? It's the, the band from the Adult Swim show. Yeah, from uh, Metalocalypse. Yeah, Metalocalypse, yeah. yeah. Yeah, coffee. I like that. Song. Yes. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> But yeah, no. England stopped being relevant in the '80s. We all know it. Like <laughs> Harry Styles is trying. He's and trying failing. so hard. I'm yeah. literally there for soccer. No try another. Reason. Try put on another blouse about it. How about that, Harry? <laughs> God, that's. I saw a meme, and I did not make this up. So don't get mad at me. <laughs> but I saw this meme where it was like somebody posting about wow harry styles is like defying gender norms and he had like this ugly ass fit on and someone's like no he's not the gender norms are beating his ass yeah very funny yeah that's a good that's a good meme that's a very good meme oh my god um i was dressing like margaret thatcher (laughs) okay but like you said the rest of these albums are honestly vibes i was just putting in albums that have a dark aesthetic to it that you can play doing Halloween. Yeah. Um, we tried. We, we tried to do a yeah. Halloween episode. We're, we were busy. <laughs> yeah, we were very busy. I moved. Like, not really. I moved someone in. But, like, that's a lot. And she's a girl. And girls have so many things. <laughs> this is why, like, I'm not buying shit anymore. Because, like, so, I have I live in an apartment. I'm not buying shit. <laughs> You sound like you're traumatized from the incident. Nah, it's just like you're nah. you're in pain. <laughs> I'm in pain. I, I'm done. So like the Joker voice came up for a second. Just shake a little bit. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. And everyone loses their minds. It's just yeah. like Brandon's in the corner going crazy. I have four records on my wall, <laughs> and everyone loses their minds. Literally. It's just yeah. It's like I. It's like why do I have all these things? Why do I have? I can't put it in the basement. I can't even put it. There's nothing down there. <laughs> there's no like there's, it's like there's a rubber room down there. Yeah. It's like no, there's full of rats. there's four there's four coin operated laundry machines, <laughs> and that's it. And I'm like, can I put a mattress down here? And they're like, no. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Watch me. Like I kill a rat for you. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you owe me. <laughs> I am basically the the Tony Soprano of this apartment building. <laughs> Tony Soprano, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Do we want All to right. get into our announcement for yes the next year and next year's Halloween episode? Because about three days, the day before actual Halloween. Uh, we made a connection, and that was that the late great MF Doom passed on Halloween, and now, yep. like within the community, Halloween is known as Doomsday, because in honor of MF Doom. 
So what we really wanted to do was we wanted to do a Doom episode this year, but like we couldn't, I was moving, everyone had stuff to do, we had very little time, and like none of us has given MF Doom like the credit he deserves, right? Yes. And I don't, don't even think, I don't even think people within the culture did until like, not, I would not say until he died, but like until later his career, you know, he spent a lot of time grinding uh, and not really catching uh, the, the attention he deserved. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing a year of Doom. We'll be doing four Doom deep dives between now and next Halloween. And next Halloween will be our MF Doom episode. Yes. Where we do a deep dive. We'll probably have some guests on. We'll try and do like some maybe like pre-recorded, heavily edited content. Like it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a, a big thing. So for we got, we're still figuring out exactly which Doom albums we're going to deep dive. Right. But we will be listening to all of them, the entire works, extensively for the next Halloween episode. So I am, I'm very excited about it. I think this I is exactly the thing we need. I also think it's the exact amount of time we need to like get this done. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I fully yeah, agree. So with that. I would imagine see one. Yeah, see, I would <clears> imagine <throat> we'll probably do one of our first episodes, first few weeks of the year. For sure. But yeah, so yeah. that's probably the biggest yeah. announcement. Until next time. Until next time. All Let's right, should we do our Rex? Rex, get out of here. It's been a cursed episode. Cast. Discord is haunted. Yeah, we all had a reason to drop off. It's, it's been tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bet. All right. Jasper, do you have a song ready? Yep, I'm sticking on the uh, the Joji train since the show. Recently, I'm going to do Yukon no, off the Smithereens album. I'm still so upset that I missed that. <laughs> it seems like good, a good show. But, it's just I yeah. needed to play Spider-Man. I'm still bitter about slow dancing. You should you should text him. You should be like, hey, Joji. He would probably respond to your DM, to be honest. Yeah. He'd be like, what? what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I might do that. I think he sounds exactly like that when he's not singing, actually. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Me too. I have reams of data to prove it. <laughs> Brandon, are you ready? Yeah, I am. Okay, so my first one is going to be kind of out there. Uh, it, it's a pop country song. I think there's some interesting things going on in country this year. Because like, I fucking hate like the mainstream country that's been popular for like since like 2009. You know, like the Florida Georgia line, like bullshit kind of country. But this is, it's a pop song. So it's like very hooky, very like radio friendly. That's how I heard it. Mm. But I think like it really works. And Purvis specifically, I think you're going to really like this song. This guy does have a background in hip hop. Uh, okay. Not like in front of, I, he's like, he's not even like a producer. I think he was like an engineer for like some hip for like a bunch of artists that included some hip hop artists. <clears throat> uh, but this is his stuff and it's very like it, it's a little bit of a take on darker country with pop it's called uh, Need a Favor uh, it's okay. very religious it is very religious it's very much about like what it means to be a Christian in like a three and a half minute radio friendly song so like wow. I think being able to cover that kind of ground thematically in this very like sing-alongable like fun to listen to sound that also doesn't sound like the bullshit canned country like slop they've been Nashville's been feeding us for over a decade. 
I think it's yeah. a really good song, and like I've it's been stuck in my rotation, and I really like it. And what's, what's the artist again? Oh, Jelly Roll. It's Need a Jelly Favor Roll. by Jelly Roll. Yeah. Okay, bet. Yeah, so that, highly that recommend. Is a very interesting combination. Yeah, so like I, I want you to listen to it immediately after this episode, and I want you because it's a short song. Yeah, yeah, and I think you it is still country, so we'll see. I think <laughs> you'll. I I think the because it's all about like, like the 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 title need a favor is like, who, who am I to expect God to to do anything for me if mm-hmm. I only pray to Him when I need a favor, like. Yeah. That's like the entire like impetus of the of the song and like it explores it really deeply in a thing that's made for the radio. So I think you'd really like it. Interesting. Yeah. That is different. I'm actually looking at his photo on uh yeah. Spotify. He's like tatted up. <laughs> yeah, he does not look like a country artist. Like, no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda threw me off. Yeah. Okay. Like if it was like it Zach like I think uh Zach Bryan, I think is his name. He put out a country album this year that was absolutely incredible. Him not recommending to you. Don't think you would like. This guy, okay. give it a whirl. This but, is the one. Yeah, this this okay, is the song. I, I will listen to it. But Yeah. Um my first one, I unfortunately don't know how to pronounce his name, so I might get it wrong. Is it Maze, I believe? But um it's a super old song by Maze called Feel So Good. With the horns, da, 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 da. that came on like shuffle randomly, and it has been stuck in my mind nonstop. <laughs> and it is such a good song; it's like a classic song. But that's going to be the one I fully re- uh, I recommend and fully enjoy that one. But so you might need to look it up or listen to like five seconds; you'll recognize it. Yeah. All right, Jasper. Yeah, my, my second one is uh, Horus by Alavision. Instrumental, synth, kind of electronic. And we didn't put anything of that genre on our list today, but this could totally go because this sounds like you are being chased around the inside of a pyramid. It's it's heavy. It's it's real good. Horus. Interesting. Okay. I'm saving that one. Yeah. All right, so mine is, it's inspired by a conversation I've seen about uh, remixes and remakes and like the do's and don'ts of them. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to provide the unequivocal champion of the remix being better than the original song. Uh, But the thing is, it's not on Spotify or even SoundCloud. This is a 2009 YouTube era remix. That I've been revisiting since then. Uh, okay. It is Dat New New by Kid Cudi, the Viking remix. Viking is the DJ. The Viking uh, oh, remix? I know, yeah. I know Viking. Yeah. Yeah. It's very dubsteppy. Uh, it's actually a great song, like to show people, like, like when I tell them, like, oh, I'm like, I'm into house music, but not into a lot of other electronic dance music. They're like, well, mm-hmm. what's the difference? I'll like put on like a house song and then I'll put on this and be like, do you see how it sounds nothing alike? Uh, mm-hmm. but it is a very, very good song. It is an incredible remix. It goes very hard. It's very dubsteppy, but I think the thing that makes it work so well is the, the, the dance elements that are added in the remix work very well with the lyrics. Okay. You know, so like it, it, I think the hook sounds way better on this than on the original. So it's a little bit obscure, but yes. Okay. But. 
And you said it's not even on Spotify? No. I mean, on not even on um, SoundCloud? SoundCloud? No, only on YouTube. But, okay. Or at least as far as I YouTube. know. Mm. Um, but, okay, then I'll wrap this up. My other one is very similar. It's not on Spotify, not on SoundCloud or anything like that. I found it on TikTok this week. Um, there is a song that was released with the 10-year anniversary of watching Movie With The Lights Off. For Mac sound Miller. off. Yeah, sound off. Sorry. Um, for Mac Miller, there is a single at the end of the vinyl that was only released with the vinyl called The Quest. It is very, very good. Yeah. I couldn't even find it on SoundCloud. So I recommend checking that out. Do a little bit of research. Might be on YouTube. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for bearing with us. Um, it's a week. It's a week. It was Halloween. We destroyed a lot of brain cells last week. <laughs> Who you telling? Jesus Christ. Dude, I got <laughs> so drunk. That was the most drunk I've seen my friend group collectively no. in years. Yeah, no, this is <laughs> I think like it was very fun because I went to a party with Rachel's friends and mm. they were doing tequila shots and they had like one that was really like kind of like a double triple and they handed it <laughs> to me and they were like, are you sure you can handle that? And I looked at them like, the fuck you talking to like i took it and i didn't even make a face like a g i like that (laughs) all right well good night everybody we'll uh we'll see you next week with the uh unpaid nobody's like subscribe do all that stuff we should start saying that in the front yeah we should call (laughs) it a little like tongue twister (laughs) 